Oh, I just want the role. Yeah, I just want you the know? role. Let me show you. Like, yeah. the more opportunities is the more chance of, of me showing you how serious of the actress I am. Because, number one, I'm already trans. So, it's like, for some reason, they don't really take us seriously. Yeah. And then, number two, I'm a model, which is another reason for them not to take me seriously as an actress. Yeah. And then, number three, I come from reality TV. Yeah. Which so is, like, I have, like, three strikes. strikes and it's yeah. just, like... But then they always, like, they're always pleasantly surprised I like to think most of the time yeah because I, I take this really seriously yeah hey guys welcome back to another episode of not so glamorous with me your host Kyla Coleman today I have a very special guest with me my America's Next Top Model sister from cycle 11 and 17 right all-star <laughs> She's an actress and a model, mm-hmm. Isis King. Hi. <laughs> Isis is also America's Next Top Model's only transgender finalist. And yeah, I'm a huge fan. I grew up watching you. So thank you so much yeah. for coming. Thank you for having me on of your show. Of course. And wait, you have a you have a bisexual sister? No, um, I don't have. Okay. And that's like something really important too. So like with certain people, they identify with certain labels because it's really true to their identity. Mm-hmm. But me, with my sexuality, it's just like whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people will tell me, especially with um, American Next Top Model, they were like, so many people were like, well, you're bi, well, you're this, well, you're that. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what I am. And I, my parents like didn't care. And no one in my community was ever like, what are you? And it was just like who I wanted to be. So I never felt the need to identify with a label, but I understand so many people like, you know, they find their identity in that. So I just, yeah, I call myself queer. Like, I guess that's what works best for me, but I think it really just goes to show, um, the difference of people who don't have the pressure. Yeah. Versus like, I come from Maryland, all black area where like even playing double Dutch, I would get discipline for yeah you know um so I wasn't allowed to be who I was who I wanted to be and playing with dolls or any little thing that was classified feminine yeah I would get disciplined for so I had to really learn how to secretly be who or express myself the way that I felt more more comfortable Mm -hmm. and I think that that's the difference in like us you know where you get you don't have that pressure and I wish I didn't have that pressure yeah Yeah, and I genuinely think that that's like it comes for me that's so I have so much privilege in that like it's so much like there's no like coming out story or like it's just like of so much privilege I was given to be able to and I think it's like that's awesome yeah but it's it's so awesome and so like courageous of you to like be able to live a life confident to yourself so yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but get into the point where You feel like you need to make a change and then making a change and then saying, I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah. I'm going to be me. That's a, so I guess now I yeah. have that privilege yeah. because I, I'm just a grown. I'm grown. Yeah. You know, and it's so beautiful that you f- were able to find that because there's so many people who aren't able to mm-hmm. like make the transition or like they don't have the resources to like talk about it or whatever. And I feel like with me being in s- such a place of privilege, I want to give people the like resources or yeah. be like, hey, like. You know, you can be who you want to be and like you can love who you want to love. And like it's no problem because there's people just like you, even if you don't see it in your community, mm-hmm. they're out there. And that's what I appreciate about you is you like inspire so many people because for like that little kid growing up in a town with like no trans people or like people who just like are like LGBT, they can see you and be like, whoa, like she was on fucking TV and like she's like making it and she's like a model and she's an actress and doing all this shit. And like I could totally do it, too. So mm-hmm. 
you know, when you're in the moment, you don't think how, you don't realize how big it's going to be. Like, I didn't, I just wanted to, like, get out of the shelter and, like, have an opportunity that I never yeah. thought that I could even possibly have. So to know, when I hear stories, like, I remember it was right after the show, the first time, 2008, it was on MySpace, and I always tell this story because it really changed my life. Um, a gay guy wrote me a message and said he was about to commit suicide, and oh. he saw my story, and it helped him realize there was a light at the end of the tunnel. And then at that moment, I was just like, just seeing my story, like me just living my life, kept him from doing that. And then it made me realize that I had a bigger purpose and my story had a bigger purpose. And um, it was a lot of pressure, but yeah. you know, I think I like to think I rose to the occasion. Oh, for and, sure, 100%, <laughs> you did, yeah. And it's just like, wow, like this can really make a difference. And my mission has just been to stay positive, to be honest, and to just share what I think, you know, people need to hear, but also just to continue to be motivated because just something so simple that doesn't take any energy could really change someone's life or keep them alive. Yeah. So. And especially because I feel like we're and hardly just beginning to accept, like, you know, non-gender conforming and, like, oh, non-binary. Yeah. And it's, we're like, still, like, we're still so far yeah. behind. But for 2000, like, what, I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So 2008, I didn't, obviously, like, I wasn't around, like, people like that. But even seeing representation of you, like, on TV in, like, fifth grade, being like, whoa, like, that's, like, a thing. Like, okay, let's get it going. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, start to accept it. And so I feel like that's, like, I don't know. I think that's so awesome that you... And that was in, way before Way before, because yeah. Because things are just now starting to happen in the... In, the industry now, even opportunities. And I'm that's part of the reason I moved there two and a half years ago. I was just like, things are starting to change. I need to really move and like full throttle because top model is way before its time. And in, in well, you, of, yeah, yeah, yeah you were way because if, if you were on there now, it'd be like, everyone would be like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I was on it, yeah, that's how you think it's yeah, <laughs> it's way, it's way different, especially I feel like, um. Which I know is this can be like really controversial, but Caitlyn Jenner with her, like I mm-hmm. feel like so many more people were like, okay, like that, like being transgender is like a thing, even though there are so many like Laverne Cox, like so mm-hmm. many women before her. Yeah, I feel like a more household name, like identifying as trans, kind of like, and that was what two, three years ago only. So yeah. still, yeah. it's still all so very new, and so for you to be able to do that years ago is it so was amazing. ten years ago, right? Like it was Aaron. My season's Aaron right now. Ten years ago. Wow. I was reading how in 2017, Playboy introduced their first transgender model. And then Laverne Cox, who isn't necessarily a model, she covered Cosmopolitan in 2000, this past year. Okay. So it wasn't until then, like just recently, that trans um, models are like getting um, covers and like recognized in like large magazines. So, like, knowing that there's a lack of representation in the industry, um, what was like your motivation to start? becoming a model especially because you started before we were as accepting as trans people as we are now I just wanted to survive and I I really just wanted to get out the shelter and I just knew that my purpose was bigger and I could pose and I could walk and I was training girls way before I transitioned and but I also was short you know I'm only five seven five seven and a half five eight yeah five eight for models on your call card you're five eight (laughs) but um until I was in the background, I didn't even think it was possible. So once I was in the background and once I got the call um, to come and be on the show, it really altered the way I thought about my future 
and the possibilities because from then I realized, oh, wow, like, oh, I could model. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, I could act. If I could do this, I can act. That's something I always wanted to do. But top model came right at the beginning of my transition. So I just assumed I would just maybe one day be like a designer, you know. Were you like, oh, I don't know if I could like possibly do this because there's no one that looks like me yeah. or just like. I mean, it was really, I, I waited, I hate to say that I waited around, but like coming off the show, being in the shelter, then going in the show. And, you know, the first time is not, not like I got paid. So um, I came off the show and then I was stuck, you yeah. know, because I'm like, what do I do? It was, it's hard to just, well, that was like beginning of cyberbullying. So I was like, go to hell. You need to die. You shouldn't be on that show. So I was really scared and I didn't know what to do. And I didn't have guidance off the show. Yeah. Or nobody that was like me before me. Yeah. So I kind of just, you know, I had little gigs here and there, but it was, I was really stuck, and I think that's the first time I really got depressed. Did you feel like ANTM was more accepting than, like, the industry and, like, the world? Uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I was accepted in the sense of going to events or being on the job and, like, being accepted there, but actually getting the opportunities where oh, this is a job that could, like, really pay my bills or this is something that could really help sustain my life. Like, no, those things didn't happen, Yeah, you know? And I was really liked on the show. My story was widely accepted and widely known. Um, but, yeah, those opportun- those real opportunities yeah. wasn't there yet. Which I think is something that's really important to note is I don't think the viewers understand is that, like, the modeling industry differs from the show so much to yeah. where, like, yeah, like our cycle, the age range was lifted, like body diversity was lifted. But there's jobs that I don't get because like my hip measurements are seen too big when on the show, like they didn't even ever once mention that like I look thick or anything. So it's like the industry's a little bit more behind, I think, in my opinion. Like I think Tyra has like a more open mindset and mm-hmm. like the producers and whoever. But then like you go into the real world and it's like. And what do you do about your hips? You can't do anything it, about that. Yeah, exactly. And so you go into the real world and they're like, oh, you need to like do this and that. And it's like, well, I can't. Yeah. Um, and then people are like, well, you're not doing anything after the show. But it's like, you guys don't understand. Not everyone is as open-minded, which I think goes to show that like, if as a society we can be open-minded, then like hopefully designers and like other big name brands can like get on board with like, hey. I see where we're going with this. Look what the fans <laughs> want. Yeah. 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 Because it can be it can Reality be is like real bodies are what make up America. Yeah. It would make up the world. Yeah. And it's the lack of that on runways you know they say the fantasy but the fantasy is feeling sexy and confident and who you are more than what your waist is yeah so after um filming cycle 11 and like coming back home and like not feeling so well how did you like kind of get back on your feet and like start modeling again and realizing like you could really do this so after cycle 11 um Tyra surprised me with the surgery with Dr. Bowers on the Tyra show. So I moved back home to Maryland and I had my gender reassignment surgery. And then a year later I had breast augmentation. So in that time I kind of used it as a healing time, you know, away from the show. Like I come from the ballroom scene and also I was on a show that's based on being judged and that was at the beginning of my transition. So I had to take some time to figure out who I was outside of being judged. also dealt with abusive relationships. I've seen my mom in abusive, in abusive marriages. So I was just so used to being judged, you yeah. know, and I just wanted to figure out who I was. 
Little did I know that would take like a whole nother 10 years to really figure it out. But I just knew that that was that time. So after I had the surgeries, um, you know, and I would have like little gigs here and there, uh, I was just like, okay, I'm running out of money. Like, it's weird to try to want to go back to a regular job. I really don't want to, but I need to figure it out. So um, I moved back up to New York and I end up getting my job back that I quit to go on Top Model. And at this point, it's three years later, you know? So I was just doing like hosting gigs or appearances or little runway shows. And then I end up getting a call to come back on All Stars and I quit the job a second time. <laughs> They're like, gosh. I quit the job a second time. <laughs> and um, I went back on the show. It was a, a short lived time, but um, it really showed like my confidence level that had grown since the show because, you know, like I said, I was on the show at the very beginning of my transition, and for any person in that ex- in that situation, I think it would be really hard to to be judged and to learn how to be comfortable with thirteen other girls. You know, at the beginning, trying to figure out like how do I tuck? You know, yeah. I don't. But also, I don't want them to hear the tape sound, and then they took all the doors off the hinges. Yeah, and like how do I? You know, so the second time around, I was so comfortable. And how I already made a name for myself outside of the show. Um, it already went, oh no, right after that, I went to the Philippines to shoot a film. And that really, like, I was starting my acting thing. And, and yeah, I think, I like to think that I kept myself afloat throughout. But um, I ended up going through depression again after the second time. Because it's just always hard when you're there and the moment and the momentum and then, you hear all this stuff, and then you get in the real world, and it's just not not like that. Yeah, you and know? I yeah, I can totally relate because it's like you you're expecting like oh my god, like I know how to model now, like I can do this, I can do that, and you go to castings and you go to these things, and it's like nobody wants you yeah. like they did on the show, and it's like, am I even gonna be a good model? Like, yeah. am I a model? And so, and I can understand. It that. was really hard because my story was so different. Excuse me my story was so known, you know, like yeah. it was so big. So I would, like, I eventually, after the second time, um, I ended up getting a job at MAC as a makeup artist because I was just like, what can I do? I have to, like, I need to have a steady income. This is driving me crazy. Like, depression got so severe. Uh, and I got that job, and it's just hard because, you know, you're at work trying to make money, and then people want to have, like, want your autograph or want to take pictures. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like... I wish I was had a booking right now because this is like double duty. Yeah. And it's also a mind fuck that like, you know, I'm like doing this, scrubbing these counters and doing makeup. And then like I'm also looked at as a celebrity or people secretly taking photos. Yeah. And it, it's just hard to kind of balance the two when my story is just so known that generations of people like come up to me. Yeah. And then so. it's just like in your heart, you're like, you know that you're far more than yeah. this makeup artist, but it's like not everyone's as accepting to that. So you have to just like do what you can with what you have at this point in time. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, you know, be cooped up in the house, which I love being cooped up now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but in New York is like be cooped up and I would spend like a week at a time in the house, you know, like not even being scared. Like the first time I was, it was because I was scared, but. It's just because it's like, okay, what do you do? What kind of work do you do? You know, yeah. like, if I, anywhere I work, people want to take pictures or want to talk to me as a celebrity. But 
I don't have an income right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I need to work. Yeah. And that in itself is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you have to put your pride to the side, you know, and and different people do different things, you yeah. know, like to make their money. And for me, I just wanted to do things in my heart the way that I thought that it should happen. And yeah, I sat around a lot and waited. And I shouldn't have done that. But when I look back at where we were as a society, we just weren't there. Yeah. So the most I could have done was get a job, but the opportunities just weren't there. Yeah, which is like, I'm really happy that like you speak on stuff like that because I feel like people think that it's just like a walk in the park and like once you're on Mm-mm. the show, you get launched into this <laughs> beautiful career, which isn't true. And then for you being in a time when like being trans wasn't as widely accepted and you had to like just do what you could. And so I'm like really glad that you like share that it's like a struggle and it's not easy mm-hmm. and not everyone's accepting to you and you just have to do what you can. And there's never any shame in working uh, a normal job, no. like never. And I always tell you, I, I was a college student and I worked at Starbucks and I was never like, oh, like I should be doing more because sometimes that's just what you have to do. Yeah. And it's Even perfectly the, the fine. Actor, the actor from the Cosby show. Yeah, who's working at Trader Joe's. And, and when like, I saw that, to. even before, like when I just saw it in people, the comments, I was so upset. I yeah. was just like, see, this is the problem. And then it went viral. And yeah. I was just like, I'm glad, I'm glad people like people are, get it. And yeah. then he got the, the opportunity. I was like, good for him. You yeah. know, he deserved it. I because that like, could be me in six months. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, like, in this industry, you never know. Yeah. And so it's like you just have to just be – and it's part. Of, it's all part of your journey. We're just, always one yes away from the big one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the crazy thing. Like, yeah. you're just one job away. For me, like, I moved here. Um, I've been acting for just as long. But until I do something bigger than top model, it's like I'm always on this yeah. top model. But – for me, I'm just waiting for the yes for a series regular role. Like, that's my goal. Yeah. And it's just, like, all the auditions you can go to for no's, for a guest star, a co-star, a series regular, whatever. All you need is that one yes, and, and that one in. yes is going to change my life. Yeah, and you just have to keep yeah. pushing until you get it. And I feel like some people, I don't think they have the mental toughness to keep going. It's hard. Yeah, it's It's hard, hard in this industry. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get told no. I had to I had to learn how to I think the thing that separated me, the thing that introvertedness that made me coop up and like depressed, I feel like that's the thing that kinda made me learn how to deal with it. It's like I feel like I've been in solitary confinement for so long. Like I can just go and then I'll just shut it out. Yeah. Okay, next. Yeah. You know, it's gonna happen. And also just being positive and optimistic and knowing that just once you give me a chance, you're going to see. Yeah. And and I think that that drive is what really helps you. Because you also know once you get the opportunity, I'm not going to, like, drop the ball. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Keep pushing. Because that's it's such a blessing to get anything. Yeah. But it's just, like, once I get it, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, not just that, but I'm going to show you I'm the best one. Yeah. <laughs> that like, you should have been picking yeah, a long exactly. time ago. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, um, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of what you're doing now and, like, where your life is at this point. Hey, guys, we're back. I'm here with Isis. Hi again. So for me, being, like, cisgender, there's things that I'm never, ever going to face, like, that you are as, like, identifying as trans. And so I'm just wondering, like, is there anything that you've faced in your career, like, specifically because you are trans 
So I like to, like, for the most part, I would just say not really. Like, because so many so many things happen behind the scenes, right? So yeah. you don't know. I do remember one time I had audition in New York, and it was like, all the girls had to come in bra and panties. So I was there. It was like a long line of girls. And then I get to the front. I do my walk and everything. And the casting director loved me. He was like, you're really amazing. Oh, like, you're, you're set. We're going to have you on the show. And right when I was putting my clothes on, his assistant walked up and was like, oh, you're that girl from Top Model, right? Oh, man. And I was just like, I was like, mm. she was like, oh, okay. It was like really weird. And then I didn't hear anything back. Oh, damn. I didn't hear anything again. Yeah. And I was just like, I think that was like the only time where direct, like I directly knew. Yeah. You know, because other than that, usually when I, I am booked because of like who I, a lot of times, like who I am, oh my God, you, yeah. ISIS, we love you. We want you here, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, but who knows? Maybe a lot of times that's why they just, I don't. Yeah. So. But they're probably just not blatantly saying it because oh, they yeah. don't want like the controversy or whatever. Well, on that's on that end, on acting is so different now. Like the most recent, okay. So I used to hear, and like I said, I've been acting just I've been acting for nine years, but um, until my latest project, I feel like until something bigger than top model, I'm always like announced as like the model, the top model. I'm just like I'm an actress too, and I've been doing it just as long. Yeah, but. And auditions, so many times I used to hear back then, oh, we like you, but you're too petite. You're too passable. You're too, you passable. know. Oh, yeah, they used to, I used to get that a lot. But now, the most recent one I hear, because now they're, you, they're a lot more politically correct. Like, you yeah. can't really say that now. Yeah. So what they, the last thing I heard, it was a, a big project, too. Um, and they liked my, they wanted me to audition. Well, my manager was trying to get me to audition. And it's like, oh, we like her, but she's too pretty. And I had to, I had to kind of educate my manager. I was like, "Oh, that's the politically correct way of saying I'm too passable." Yeah, which and is still offensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just so like I just want to show you. You I know, just like be me, and I want to be. On <laughs> I just want the role. Yeah, I just want you the know? role. Let me show you. Like yeah. the more opportunities, is the more chance of, of me showing you how serious as an actress I am. Because number one, I'm already trans, so it's like for some reason they don't really take us seriously. Yeah. And then number two, I'm a model which is another reason for them not to take me seriously as an actress. Yeah. And then number three, I come from reality TV. Yeah. Which is so like, I have like strikes, three strikes. Out. And it's yeah. just like, but then they always like, they're always pleasantly surprised. I like to think most of the time. Yeah. Um, because I, I take this really seriously. Yeah. Do that. Do you get submitted for like a lot of trans specific roles or they don't? Yeah. Does that bother you or are you just, um, it would bother me at first. Well now, honestly, within the past year, the roles are, like, more trans roles are just, like, starting to come out now. Yeah. And, um, you know, with, like, Pose and with, like, Star, you know, like, there there are just starting to be way more um, than ever in my whole career. I used to be upset about it, just, like, with commercial stuff. Like, um, last year I booked the part, like, I was, like, the friend on a CoverGirl commercial. And I, like, I just had to be a natural, short, blonde, black hair girl. I mean, like, a black girl with short, blonde hair. Yeah. And I booked that, and I I was like, see, like, that doesn't have anything to do. Like, why can't I get more submissions of, like, commercials where I'm just, like, the girl? Yeah. And it's the same thing with acting. Like, I want those, too. But then some, I forgot who, but somebody said it recently. We're barely even getting cast for our own roles. So yeah. it's, like, try to, like, focus on that first. Which is and, so and crazy like, to me. I yeah. was like, you know what? That's true. Like, I really want to just do everything because, honestly... 
if I'm like in a coffee, if I'm a coffee shop barista who's just like flirting with the guy, like what does it matter yeah. if I'm trans or not? Yeah. For the part. But um but yeah, I guess we have to focus on getting trans roles. Yeah. First. But in my in my opinion, like as a consumer, I think that if we introduce more trans people playing not like non trans like just mm-hmm. normal roles, yeah. like of just the barista or whatever, I feel like it would help us as a society normalize like yeah. trans people. Because if it's like normal people. Yeah, like if trans people are specifically playing trans roles, then people are gonna be like, Oh well trans people like play these roles. Yeah. But in real life they're our neighbors and our yeah. teachers and our just everything. And so if you can just like if we as a society can open our mind to seeing that and that's just like with like having LGBT like parents on like TV shows. Yeah. Like if we it's show the shock. Yeah. Just for the Thanksgiving parade. Like yeah. it was just upset that two girls kissed. Yeah. I'm like, but like I've have so many friends with like lesbian parents and it's like normal in real life because that's ha- the world we live in yeah. but it's not what we see on TV and so if we can like see it on TV first then I feel like in our normal lives we can like start accepting it more I don't know maybe because I'm like just so liberal in my way of thinking mm-hmm. but I would be so stoked if I saw like you like as a star of a movie I'd be like oh my be god so yes too. yeah I'm like yay <laughs> use her like okay uh, we're sick and tired of seeing like the same I'm personally like yeah. I, it's like I we grew up seeing the same people. Like yeah. it's time for like a change Goals. and yeah, just for I everyone. watched Netflix all day at home and even the other day, like I'm watching the Christmas movies and I was just like, Why can't I be in a Christmas rom com yeah. on Netflix? Like or, I can totally do know, that. Yeah, yeah. Especially because some of them I'm just like, How is this on here? Yeah. Like off. Like it's just so bad. You yeah. Know? But I feel like we as a society we play a huge part in that by like we can like say like we want more of this and we want more of that and Definitely. stop like giving our money to movies who are like whitewashing roles or like doing stuff that like we don't agree with like people are going to start realizing sooner or later that it's happening it's yeah. slowly but slowly happening but it is happening yeah because um like victoria's secret so they they're <laughs> <laughs> there, you heard the statement that oh I know um, all yeah, about that. I've been very vocal. Yeah, about because that. He, um, for everyone who doesn't know the what CFO, he said, so. yeah, he resigned. But he said that um, no wait, I think the person who resigned was a lady. She wasn't. She wasn't, wasn't the one who said it. Ooh. He's. I think he's the one that cast the shows. Like the casting director, it. whatever. Yeah. yeah, but he's. I think I have the quote. Let me. Okay, he said, um, when he was asked if transsexuals should be in the Victoria's Secret fashion show, he said, quote, no, no, I don't think we should because the show is a fantasy. It's a 42-minute entertainment special. That's what it is. It's only, it's, it is the only one of its kind in the world, and any other fashion brand in the world would take it in a minute, including the competitors that are carping at us, and they carp at us because we're the leader. So essentially, he's saying that transsexuals shouldn't be in a show because they don't fit the quote-unquote fantasy mm-hmm. which <laughs> your opinion on that <laughs> um i just think it's it's funny i yeah. think you know i have time to i had time to really sit on it yeah you know and and talk about all of that i just feel like Every woman is a fantasy. Yeah. You know, he also made comments about plus-size women, too. Yeah. And, like, oh, you know, well, we gave them Lane Bryant, so they don't belong, you know, basically here. And it's just, like, 
I don't even want to go in the direction of porn because, you yeah. know, but, but trans porn is one of the leading topics or searches. So I will say that to say that trans woman is not a fantasy um, is inaccurate, you know, if in terms of sex. Yeah. Um, but in terms of bodies, so many of us perfect our bodies, you know. Yeah. And even outside of surgery, we have real bodies. Yeah. We're real women. And all women deserve to feel special. All women deserve to feel beautiful. And all women deserve to put on a bra and panty and feel like a fantasy, no matter what your background is. Yeah. And because of that, to tell us that we are not that, um, especially I've seen the runway shows. And I grew up watching Victoria's Secret fashion yeah. shows. I love them. But and I can pull you a handful of girls that can outwalk any girl on that runway. Oh, yeah. So for if sure. it's about, including me, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> leaving the back. Yeah. But, but if it's about a walk, we can do it. If it's about the height, I know plenty of beautiful yeah. trans women who have the height. If it's about the measurements, we have those too. So what part of the fantasy do we not measure up to? Exactly. Because I don't have the measurements of a Victoria's Secret angel, but there's maybe a trans woman that does. So, like, which one fits the fantasy more? Like, yeah. obviously not me. Well, just because I was, like... But what is the fantasy? Yeah, like, what is the fantasy Because if that's head? the case, the fantasy is, like, mostly tall, skinny, blonde. Yeah. Is that the fantasy Or just, for everybody? like, a bunch of followers and, like, money already. Because that's... And the, the worst part is that he said that we're the leaders. So to yeah. say no, no, that's not happening. No ill to plus size, ill to trans. Yeah. No, we're the, and we're the leaders. We make, that just shows that you're not progressive. Yeah. Because if you're a leader and you see the need or the want of the consumer to have diversity and you're saying no, then you're, lose, you're, you're losing. lost touch. Yeah. And, like, seeing, like, Rihanna with, like, Savage, like, Fenty, yeah. like, her models she uses, and Aerie, like, even they're, like, real, like, they don't retouch their models. I feel like, me personally, after hearing that, I was like, okay, all my money's going there. Yeah. Like, fuck so that. So many people. Yeah. And, and honestly, there's, there, apparently their numbers are not doing good already, wasn't doing good already. Yeah. And now every time I walk by, and I have a Victoria's Secret card. Yeah. And I want to cancel this so bad, but I don't want my credit score to go down and work <laughs> on it. But I'm not using it ever again. Yeah. And... <laughs> And I'm not stepping foot in this store. Yeah, and I think that goes to show that like brands who aren't progressive and open minded, they're gonna they're gonna be left behind. And yeah. like because we're becoming more progressive and open minded, we're gonna consume who is progressive. Yeah. And so hopefully, like Hollywood and other brands and stuff can start being like, hey, people really like when we yeah. when we use trans people and we use like diversity. So let's use it because like. Yeah. Like, if they want to make more money, like, I'll give you my money if you you get on board, but... I was talking to my mom. Like, my mom is really curvy, and I don't know. She says she can wear a medium panty from Victoria's Secret. I don't know how she get into it. <laughs> okay, let's just say hypothetically a large, and even she has a lot of ass. So I'm like, Mommy, how are you wearing, how are you wearing that? <laughs> but I even had to call her, like, Mommy, you can't wear Victoria's Secret no more. <laughs> don't buy anything from them. Yeah. Because they don't make their stuff for you. Regardless if you can fit into it or not, they don't make it for me or you. Yeah. So, so don't, don't step foot in that store again. Yeah. Which is great. I wonder, I'm, like, curious to see how, like, the views go on the fashion show this year. Like, to see if people, like, don't watch it or yeah. if they go down. Or... It just sucks because, like, I really, like, as a kid, before transitioning, 
I mean, of course, I would always want to be on the runway show, but like as of my background is design, so I used to think, oh my god, I would love to even just be one of the, on the design team for that show. Like it was just so like in school, we used to talk about it's tonight, yeah. ten o'clock, like have marathons with your friends. Yeah, yeah, and just to think that they're still stuck in that same place all it these sucks. years later. Yeah, it's sad. But maybe other brands will rise and make yeah, bigger fashion shows. Honestly, we can have another fashion show special. Yeah, and we'll use any model we yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why can't Simple. it be another one? Why can't it be in the summer? Why can't it be close to Christmas? Why yeah. can't it be Valentine's Day fashion show yeah. special? Lingerie. On, yeah. yeah, that'd be Time trademark that. Yeah, <laughs> trademark that. <laughs> Don't let anyone take Times that from changing. you. Yeah, and I feel like it could be even better. And so many like. Freaking like Lady Gaga performed at Victoria. Like she mm-hmm. would totally, if there was like a really diverse show, she'd be there. Like yeah. artists are, I'm sure for it. What Halsey was at this most recent one. She seems like cool. Like I'm sure artists wouldn't be like, no, like it can only yeah. do Victoria's Secret. They'd totally be on board. Not after this year. Uh, so many people. Yeah. Um, You moved to LA two years ago. So like, what are you kind of working on now, doing now? Like, where do you see yourself headed? Any goals? Let's goal is to be successful yeah <laughs> continue to be successful and happy uh so my latest project um i went to new york to work on century park five is um an ava duvernay four-part netflix miniseries special and um that was an amazing experience i'm on episode four and um i play the older sibling of Jarrell jerome who uh played Corey wise who's one of the five and Niecy Nash is my mom. And ugh, to work with Ava and Niecy, like... A dream. A yeah. dream. They were both so amazing. And Niecy's so funny. And I just... I was nervous to see her because we had, like, our scene is really intense. So beforehand, I was like, hi, you know, I'm a big fan. I love your work. <laughs> I'm nervous because, like, I love you're so funny. But, like, we have this serious, intense scene together. She was like, baby, don't worry. It's going to be easy. It's going to be... Fun. She's so amazing. And then Ava, like, I've cried so many times just telling her thank you. You know, just because for the role, without giving too much about the role, like, to be considered passable and to do what I did on this role is controversial. So to get the opportunity as an actress to to look the part or to, like, go back in time for the character, um... I think people are really going to see a different side of me and also finally see me as an actress. And I'm just thankful that she decided to take a chance on me for this part. So, yeah, Central Park 5 comes out next year, and it's so dope. And I just really hope that, you know, this opportunity, just like in the band and background of Top Model the season before, I really hope that this opens up more doors for me I think it will and yeah. and I'm yeah I'm excited and ugh, Ava is just a goddess yeah oh <laughs> she literally like to hear her feedback and like she touched your shoulder or back and mm. she has like this soft like raspy voice and she's so calm and confident but like like you want to do your best for you but being on the set with her you want to do your best like, for her step too. it up yeah yeah and it's just like I never work I feel like that was my first time working with a woman director and even though I always felt like oh diversity in general but to be on set and to feel it I was like this is why the the atmosphere was completely different and it was so amazing 
It was so amazing. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I'm excited to watch. Yeah, so so my character really um, goes through a few phases of life in the episode. So yeah, I'm excited for the world to to see it. Yeah, and then who knows? Because maybe that will be like, hey, look, like she can totally the seed, the seed. That's, that's what I'm hoping, girl. Yeah, because that's <laughs> I feel like in this industry, you kind of ha- like your work is your like. It's like your resume. Yeah. So it's like, and being like, I guess for, like, I have a friend who does music videos and he makes a lot of his own music videos because he's like, the world doesn't take to black people well. And so if I make a bunch of these music videos and they're like, hey, maybe he can direct. So Mm -hmm. I feel like as like people in like marginalized groups, your portfolio is just whatever you can make it. And every chance you have, it's added to your portfolio. So this could be like your big breakthrough and the like I hope. she can act like everyone give her a role <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I've done like a, a part on shameless i did a few episodes of Bold and beautiful i've done like i've done other things but i feel like this is considered the the highest profile project that i've done and yeah, yeah. i'm excited so everybody watch it comes out next year do you know a date yeah. or you can't say i don't i don't know the date yet uh, i think it's gonna be out next summer or, or late spring but Central Park 5 everybody's gonna know once it once it's out it, there. it's a pretty big project I, yeah yeah I've heard of it so and Oprah's one of the executive producers I didn't get to meet her but uh, but maybe you will <sighs> yeah you probably will like I'm doing just PR like, to sit down like to get a chance to even sit down with Oprah and Ava and just listen to them talk because obviously I'm gonna sound too stupid yeah I so just, I just they're listen. quiet like looking up like whoa uh, <laughs> Ava is just yeah, that's just like a childhood like dream. Oprah, yeah, she's literally everything. And um, I remember when I was on set, like the day I had to do the really intense scene with Nisi, like I was working with the coach, and and I the whole night I couldn't sleep because I was just like I've done intense scenes before, but like this is three cameras, three angles on her and then on me and then like it was I have I would have had to do this so many times I don't remember how many times I had to do it but I was just so nervous and I woke up like god I really just want to do my best and I want Ava like in my head I'm just thinking I want Ava to just say I'm so proud of you like that was just (laughs) my so I, I told her so then after we finished and like that day was so emotionally exhausting she put her hand on my shoulder and she was like I'm so proud of you. And I started crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did I it. Crying. Mom, I did I it. Like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah. The project is, I found so much more out about it and it's so relevant to now what's going on with like, even like Trump. I didn't realize that he, Trump was somewhat involved. He was trying to get the boys executed back then. Um, so I found out so many more details about the case and, Watching it is going to be so interesting. Like, it's going to be really intense and yeah. emotional and educational. So it's going to be a, so really, a really big thing project. to be yeah, a part of. That's great. I'm, I'm really happy to see it. I know. Now I'm, like, so excited. <laughs> and now that, like, I know behind the scenes, I'm like, <laughs> she was nervous. <laughs> like, of course, though. Who wouldn't be? Um, since you sort of like paved the way for a lot of like other trans people and like this industry and you were kind of like one of the first people to ever really like do what you're doing, um, what advice would you give to like younger, like the younger you or like the younger people who can identify with you? I would say just get out there. You can't be scared and don't wait. Don't wait for the opportunities because they might not be there. 
and sometimes you have to just do different things to find out which one is going to stick. And that's not just to trans people. That's to everybody. Yeah. Especially in this industry, it's really tough um, to not give up, to have a support system, and to just make sure you have good mental health to deal with this industry. Oh, yeah. Um, that That's really important because it's real and it's hard. And this industry is about judging you, you know? So you have to make sure that at your core you can handle it and you know who you are because that's going to be important along the way. Yeah, I agree. I feel like knowing when you know who you are, whatever judgment people pass on you, you're just like, well, I already fucking know who I am. Exactly. So, yeah, like, good, cool, cool you think that, but, like, I know who I am, so it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. It's good for me, too, to hear. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for sharing your story. Like I said, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I watched your season. Yeah, I watched your – I mean, I was, like, a kid when I watched your season, <laughs> but I remember it. I loved it. Because I'm, I'm friends with Gina. She oh, yeah. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of – I feel like a lot of – uh, what is it? Alumni like reach out to us, little babies, and yeah, like... I've I've done I've worked with her uh, for a couple times with this organization called Supermodels Unlimited. Yeah, um, and yeah, she's really, really cool. Yeah, she's a sweet girl. Everyone's really sweet. Yeah, just TV can edit things in certain ways. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, but um, yeah, where can everyone find you on Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, well, you can find me at Ms. Isis King. M S. I-S-I-S-K-I-N-G. On both Instagram, Twitter? Yes. Is that all you have? I, girl, I have Facebook, but Facebook. I don't even get on. Do, any, do we even <laughs> go, get on there Go anymore? like her page. <laughs> do we even get on Facebook anymore? I don't even have one. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to hear more about the not-so-glamorous life of being a model, stay tuned next week. If you really like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.